Welcome back to the show, everybody. We tonight have the those three guys back with us: Brian M. Bowden, Carlito Castro, and Thomas Cardos. Uh, they've joined us. We picked another topic here, and we're going to be talking about ancient civilizations and the ancient technologies. Legends have been told, stories handed down through oral traditions of civilizations lost to time, uh, but. There are still many sites that are being discovered um, all throughout the world that show advanced knowledge that was clearly used, um, construction that even to this day, we still do not know how exactly it was done. There's been theories, and that's part of the thing that we'll get into um, in tonight's show. So just sit back and enjoy this one. This is a topic that's going to be pretty interesting to talk about. Ancient civilizations and technologies It's right now. Welcome to the Three Beards Podcast. My name's Craig, along with Austin and Chris. Passed to a new generation of Americans born in this century. Let me out. Chris, we are back. Once again, like I said, we are doing this thing. So there we go. He's brought him in. And then like I said, we got just a couple minutes here. So we need to bring these other guys in real quick here. Um, bring Carlito, Tom, and Brian to the show. How are you? Hey, everybody. How's it going? Good. Doing good. Good. Well, welcome, everybody. Like I said, and um, we'll kind of let Carlito's got to run here in a second. He's got to go pick. He's got to go play Uber and go pick somebody up. Well, yeah, um, I have an hour. But, you know, like in an hour from now, this is when I got to leave. So. Oh, okay. So you have till nine oh five our time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. When you're saying eight oh five, I'm I'm thinking no, you're talking yeah, Eastern. Yeah, no. yeah. So I'm no. like, uh, geez, wow, no. you got you got five well, minutes. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, hey, no. Bye. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no. We're on Texas time. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. So that makes more sense. We got yeah. we got an hour with Carlito, so we yeah. have a little more time. All right, it's not as pressing as as once done there. Absolutely. So, as I teased, so but the best thing. You've got um, Tom Cardos, uh, North Carolina Krypton Paranormal Project, you know, on Facebook. Um, you've, and, oh, the name is failing me. I always forget this one. I apologize, Carl Eater. I always forget that one. Oh. Um, the, the name of it. Krypton and Paranormal Kingdom. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. See, that, <laughs> why that one's hard, I don't know. Right? It's shorter. Yeah. <laughs> shorter than yeah. Tom's. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's, so check both those out. Um, you can also <clears> go to <throat> Brian Inbound on, on Facebook. 
as long as he tries to keep himself out of uh, Facebook prison. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, it, you know, his page is still accessible. You can still find him there, and it shows all the different avenues you can find him. He may not be able to personally reach out to you yet in Facebook, you know, so sometime in April he may, you know, he, he, he might arise from the ashes. Brian's a repeat offender. <laughs> yes, yes so He's a regular so customer. I'm a, repeat, I'm a repeat offender as well. Chris, <laughs> um, yeah, Brian, Brian is Facebook, you know, you know, maximum prison. You know, Chris up there is county lockup in Facebook. He just, he just occasionally goes in for the drunk, drunk spin, you know, and he gets pulled back out. <laughs> over, we, over the weekend, DUI or something. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's me over here, just like just like the the dad, just shaking his head. Like, yeah, how are you doing? Yeah, it's no, but wait, we tease. So ancient, um, Car- Carlo, this was your um, you picked this one, ancient yes. civilizations and technologies. And so yes. I tease this. Um, first off, welcome everybody to the show. Really appreciate seeing everybody, Chris, Laura, and Mona. You know, we got um, a- April's tuning in too that's that's awesome glad to see everybody you know chassis i'm sure is in there somewhere i probably have missed but just get to this like i teased we'll, we'll get into we'll get into some of the civilizations and then mm-hmm. we'll also get in some of the where i where we've seen some of the technologies where they're they're really not knowing how they do it but then i've also seen some where they've actually recreated yep. some like a tease like they actually showed one where using the power of the sun Yes, they, this guy. They think they figured out how they drilled those perfect holes in rock. Mm. Yep. And so I we'll get exactly into that. What and you're so, talking about. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so with these things, what it does is, you know, we all know the show. You know, the, the hair. You know, you know, mm-hmm. aliens. You know, mm-hmm. we, they always talk about everything aliens. is aliens. Everything's alien <laughs> technology. Close, myself yeah. personally, I think it robs robs us of that natural ability we have of problem mm-hmm. solving. I think, you know, humans have had such a profound, I mean, aliens didn't create, I mean, maybe they, maybe Michelangelo, you know, was an alien, you know, we we said, we have no proof of this, Um, but it's just, you know, you have these natural talents that are just Leonardo da Vinci. I mean, how do, you know, how does somebody have that natural ability, Mm -hmm. you know, where most people don't? And that's why I said, that doesn't mean that it's some supernatural, supernatural alien civilization that's come down and imparted this knowledge in him. He's just that next level. And so, yeah, we'll get into that. So, Carla, this is yours. So where do you want to start on this okay. one? Okay, well, you just mentioned uh, uh, Tesla, and I'd like to kind of put some info on that. Um, I think, well, my theory is that, yes, he was a super genius uh, alongside with, you know, uh, all the rest of the geniuses back in that in that day. But I think more it was he was a chosen one because, you know, like I said, there was many geniuses, but none of them were chosen like him. You know what I mean? Uh, in their dreams, uh, aliens, it said, it said, I think even he mentioned it, but it said that aliens came into his dreams and gave him all the ideas that he had for his inventions and, and, and humanity and, and making humanity better, which is the, uh, the endless uh, power tower he made or whatever. Um, and, and so I'm, I'm thinking that he was the chosen one, you know, he was lucky cause he was a chosen one from the, uh, you know, alien beings. And, uh, well, that being said, you know, if, if we, that's just touching on Tesla though. I don't know what y'all think mm-hmm. about that. Well, yeah. And that's kind of, you know, pose that to you guys there too. I mean, 
I've always felt like with the Akashic record that mm-hmm. there's something that some of these people, Casey, you know, Da Vinci, oh, yeah. these ones that they've Tesla, they somehow they've touched that Akashic record and they've been able to pull this stuff. I think that's why a lot of them end up going, you know, things go so awry later on in life. It's just you can only tap into so much. I mean, I mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a sci-fi nerd, so Stargate. Right. right. When oh. You know, oh, when he oh. taps, when he taps into that, you know, he gets that download, and then he just starts going crazy. Mm-hmm. It's because it's just it's too much information for our brains to process. Mm-hmm. Hey, sorry, Craig, you you had mentioned uh, it, it wasn't Tesla, it was Da Vinci that you had mm-hmm. mentioned, which is another genius, and I studied him, and I got tons of books of him too. Um, but he's another genius that had inventions as well as Tesla. So, yeah, but he wasn't chosen like Tesla. That's that's the difference of my theory. You know, I, when I look at back at all these people who have gone well before us and, mm-hmm. and in the time frame that they've gone, you know, Tesla, you know, I used to be a real Albert Einstein fan. Um, and then I realized that Tesla was a lot far superior to Einstein um, mm-hmm. in many ways. You know, you can fight about that. But I agree. There's one thing that all of these individuals have in common that we don't have as much today. And that's called time. They had a lot of time. They had a lot of free time. Right. Um, there weren't many, if any, type of, um, you know, uh, mind, Lo- mind loss, you know, mm-hmm. like with social media or movies mm-hmm. or going out on dates or whatever. TV, Those, radio, yeah. all that, yeah. People didn't have the kind of cash back then to just say, hey, I'm going to go on a vacation. They had this time to mull and think. Uh, there's not much else going on. You know, uh, during Da Vinci and, and, and Michelangelo, you're looking at plague, plagued uh, Europe and, and the world. Mm-hmm. And, and they're sitting there trying to keep away in their own lockdowns, <clears throat> you know. But they're able to work things out a little bit more. They'll test it. Um, you know, I think it was Leonardo Da Vinci was famous for getting caught stealing bodies. Um, he used to steal bodies all the time because what he was doing is, if you've seen some of the drawings, you know, and you, you'll get the veins and all the muscle structure. And he was you know, like measuring them and putting them precisely down. Right. Um, I guess when you have that kind of time and freedom and, you know, lack of a lot, a lot of people didn't have that kind of knowledge back then. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, how much of it it's, was alien based and I don't discredit. I mean, I can totally you know, see aliens being involved in, you know, that step. But I think it, it's more, there are some people that are more adept at solving problems than others. There you so go. Like, yeah. and here's an example of this um, that's for everybody it. that's not listening to you show up here. You got to remember, I, this, is, this isn't this is modern, like 18th, 19th century. This is 14, you know, the 14th, yep. 15th century. Mm-hmm. And so you, you look at this stuff and you're like, this looks almost borderline like what you'd see in a medical textbook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nowadays. Absolutely. And this was simply a guy back that, like you said, he's, you know, as macabre as it's, you know, as it sounds, you know, he's raiding, he's raiding dead bodies, bodies and just basically, yeah, and just basically peeling them apart and seeing how things right. work. Yeah. Now, you got a couple of guys in here that work with their hands for a living for the most part. They're builders. Um, you know, they deal with, you know, Tom's HVAC. Carlito, you builder too. You know, I, I don't know both what, what Craig and, and you know Chris do, 
Um, my I came from where my grandfather was. He we dispose of the bodies. We dispose of them. You dispose of that's a we, we need you. We, Sanitation, huh? We, we yes, get rid. We, we get the lie going. But I can tell you that you know my father-in-law was very mechanically inclined, just like my grandfather. And I learned. I do the same thing. I've learned to how to take things apart and put them in a certain order, and how they operate, and then to be able to put it back together or fix things. I didn't learn that from a textbook. Um, I didn't have anybody whispering in my ear or from that I'm aware of, but mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's just something that you do. But I like that thought about the Akash record. But I think everything at that point in time, back in the day was done by trial and error. And there's some documentation to support that. Like they wrote down, well, we tried it this way. It didn't work. So in fact, if you look at the way they wrote stuff, they actually seems like they created stuff by trial and error. Right. I mean, you know, it's, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I've known people that have worked on construction jobs. I see them at a lot of these guys on YouTube and they've been a certain way of doing things. Boom, boom, boom. And then they figure out like, this is stupid. And they figure out a little, just a little thing that revolutionizes the business. You know, how to, how to put, mm -hmm. you know, how to get, um, a, a, a circuit box, you know, like one of those boxes for, for wiring between two two five fours that are this big, you know, bear, how are you going to hammer it in? And you, you know, necessity is the mother of invention, but I like the, the Akash record thought too, because when you have a lot of time, maybe you have a lot of thought, which is meditation. Maybe you can actually tap into that record, you know? Yeah. That's what, that's what I think it is. Cause you see stuff like Nikola, Te you know, Nikola Tesla, he, he went crazy at the end. I mean, he yeah. basically fell in love with a pigeon. And so here's a guy, you know, who could, you know, in the 1800s was able to come up with a concept of wireless technology that we have, to, that we're just developing today. And this was a hundred, you know, well, I should say it's being commercially developed today. We're, we're going to use that there. You know, I'm pretty sure that there's, um, you know, that technology is well in use in other aspects of yep. our, our society. Uh, but this is, you know, for one, just like the thing is, as we'll get into it, this for anybody that I mean that doesn't really understand what the Akashic record is. It's basically it's past, present, future. All information is stored in here. It's yep. it's like it's the grand depository of knowledge. Everybody's emotions, thoughts, in, ingenuity, uh, everything is there. And there's some of us that seem to have that ability to, in varying degrees, tap into it. Einstein is one too. It's just where there's these ones that just. They have this ability that just seems otherworldly, but there's actually, yep. and so, and I think that's one of those ones, like we'll get into some of the ancient ones, like, you know, Lemuria, you know, Mu, and when we get to some, like the Atlant Atlantis, I think some of these ones, they knew how to access this, pull information, and then they were able to develop it into, you know, promoting their society and actually growing it, and growing it to the level that it was, because that's, I mean, I guess we can start there. Do you want to start with the granddaddy of them, Atlantis? Oh, I'd love to. to. Yeah. I'd love to because I, I, I don't want to take away from anybody, but I've been thinking about a lot of this. You, you know, when you hear the stories of Atlantis, not just from Plato, there are other stories of people talking about the same type of construct 
same type of uh, strange inter, uh, entities that were amongst these individuals where all this knowledge is coming, the three concentric rings. And I, everybody's done, you know, documentary upon documentary of it, you know, about it. And mm -hmm. I got to the point where I think one of the reasons why you can't find Atlantis is because it, it was moved from point A to B to C to D. And the reason why, and this is where you're going to get the aliens in it, and Carlito, mm -hmm. I think Atlantis was a a um, unidentified submersible object, an alien craft mm -hmm. that would rise to the top. They had the three concentric rings. They had the individuals. They talked about them having web feet, super intelligent, well versed in all forms of education. You know, talk about medicine herbs everything and then magically there's a fire and an earthquake and it disappears hmm. well you know a rocket engine or or a craft of that size emitting that kind of uh energy to lift off or submerge would do the same thing it would cause a rumble and so i think this thing was actually um a, basically for all intents and purposes a ufo yeah good point <laughs> Yeah, and, it, and I, I, I could honestly see that too. I mean, it's just we're one of those because there's all these locations and kind of print on there. I'm going to show a picture here for anybody that doesn't understand. This is kind of a, um, a visualization of what the yep. the rings. Mm -hmm. But so if you pictured this um, crap, you see these ones. If this was a craft, because you see like some of the places like the eye, the eye of the Sahara. You see these different locations. Well, what if? Those are in fact just the the imprints or a footprint, exactly. say, of this craft, and that's so when it yeah, so when it takes off, just like a UFO landing, where it, it'll make that it'll take and it'll burn that area into the ground, and you'll see those circles where a mm -hmm. UFO supposedly landed. That mm -hmm. this maybe that's the same thing. So where everybody is kind of on the same page, you know, like I think this is the location. Well, I think this is the location because you could see this looks like three rings. That may make that may fit into your and, theory that it moves from place to place. place and to if place. you and if you notice, that resembles like a one of those. Uh, what do they call those alien? Uh, uh, when they land and they burn the grass, what are those called again? Uh, not a crop, crop circle. circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of like a crop circle, because it's perfectly symmetrical, if you could tell, and it looks like it's some type of indentation, like like Craig said, which is that where it burned off the uh, the, the the land. I mean, it's so, just it's it, it's it's a theory I've had mm -hmm. for a bit thinking about it because it does lend to an explanation of why it's appearing. There are multiple cultures talking about the same thing, mm -hmm. the same object, and it may be three separate objects. Maybe they, what they do is they they are in a craft, they submerge, right, and then when they when they come up, I've seen this before because I had fish tanks that have gone really low, and what happens is. That seawater or the salt water, um, after a while, you'll start getting like this, like covering on it, like a grass. And if you let it grow longer and the sun starts hitting it, you start growing vegetation there, which is very rich for, for growing, you know, because it has all this, you know, um, mm -hmm. call it excrement from, from other animals on it. And, you know, someone who's never seen a flying object before or anything like that would think it was just land. Because it looks like there's grass rings and there's 
channels within it. Mm-hmm. It's it's a plausible idea. I know. We're all crazy, but you know, yeah. just think about it. No, they had good technology too. I mean, they had you know apparently they had some um uh some you know war stuff, some ancient war tech. They had some Greek fire cannon with high tech tridents used by Atlantean soldiers. I mean, they had stuff beyond beyond years of comprehension. What what you know what's claimed to be what they had. So yeah, the web they talked about in certain instances, a couple different versions where they talk about web feet. Yeah, and mm-hmm. webbing within their their um, hands. Um, they were always described very. If we look at the description of some of the Atlanteans themselves, it kind of gels with what some people have seen with Pleiadians and a couple other types of uh, extraterrestrial entities or races. Well, oh, reptilians have webs too. Yes, oh, one hundred percent. But they, I don't think they would be that the. The Atlanteans always seem to be um, not like a warring nation, but like we can handle ourselves, and they'll demonstrate that like we can put you on your your, your butt. But um, right. you know, reptilians, from what I know, very aggressive. They're not going to be sitting there telling you how to do a medical procedure on somebody. They're just going to kill you. Well, there, you know, there's there's a theory that uh, those human type beings from Atlantis once lived underwater. It's a theory now, yep. and then they came on land, well, which were the you know basically what we call now mermaids and mermen, yep. and they yep. came on land and then they you know established their you know, but they 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 transferred from water first to land. I'll throw this throw this to you guys. What if it was genetic um, genetic and body modifications? Possible. Yeah. Because yep. I'm I'm not I'm a big believer that we're not the first human civilization that's been right. on this planet that Amen. we're like. That mm-hmm. you know, there's been many because if, anybody that knows, if you actually look at it, like if we were to actually go and have, like what's going on right now, this turns yep. into like a nuclear war. Nukes start going off. Mm-hmm. It's going to be. It's Reset. not even going to be a decade, and we'll be mm-hmm. back to almost the Stone Age. Yep. Because gonna, nobody knows how to make anything. Right. Well, this is funny you say there's that. There's going to be a big reset. Yeah. yeah. Because in many, see, this is where the fossil record is not accurate. They're discovering on a daily basis places throughout the world that have radiation, like exactly the same thing that has taken place in any nuclear test site or where you know nuclear reactions have come. Okay, Chernobyl, yeah. Well, besides no, no Chernobyl's man-made, mm-hmm. but we're talking about in the middle of the Gobi Desert. There, there are spots where they can't explain, but there is a radiation perimeter mm-hmm. that's off the chart and it shouldn't be there there's also burn marks that that mm-hmm. coincide with radioactive type of or an explosion yeah so there's no reason but, for it to be there well you know i mean just think about recent discoveries some of the objects that people have discovered recently like the i forgot the um the circle looks like a, a computer it looks like a wheel within a wheel that they um mm-hmm. got the name of the object but and then they found something that looks just like the cell phone that was buried. Yep. It, it's 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 like, almost a million years old. What if it's kind of like a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? They just rebuild it. We get to a point. We do stupid things. Case in point, this year, and then the you know crap hits the fan. We obliterate, 
and they rebuild again. They say, okay, well, we learned mm-hmm. our lesson on this one. Mm-hmm. Don't do this. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I think, I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead, Chris. So now while we're, we're running around here thinking Erickson's bag phones was the first phone, they found something that looked like a phone. Yeah. Yep. Looked like an old Nokia phone. Yeah, it did. <laughs> and, and then the theory that you were talking about earlier, that the theory of the web, the webbing, yep. I mean, that would back that theory up for me that they were sea creatures first because the webbing would help them swim. So that would that would really back that theory up in my eyes. I mean, I would need a little yep. more confirmation right. on it, but right. that's probably all we're going to ever get. Now, let's say we find some other records or something that just oh, comes out later on. We got to we got to connect to that Akash record, and then you'll know what the real deal is. And I, I put a picture up here. These are some of the stuff that's discovered. Yep. As they'll find like these inside inside rock. Yep. Which clearly this isn't a natural formation, right? No, you know there's um, and I'll I'll get back here to see if I can find the some more of the pictures. Like they've also found like this one where they've they'll find this is the London Hammer. I don't know if you guys know much about that. That's the um, that was uh, it was, it was discovered in a four hundred million um, four hundred million year old um, layer. Wow. Yeah. And Think it's about this, that. This hammer. Perfect hammer. Yeah, it's perfect yeah. size hammer. And where yeah. was that found? In London? Yeah, it was in it was near London, um, in the town London. Let's see, I'm trying to find um yeah, oh look at that awesome picture. Isn't that how <clears throat> close that is? Anyway, <laughs> let's get that off. <laughs> yeah, so they these are these are some things like I have um I have a book down there, the Forbidden Archaeology, and it talks about these things where the discoveries of seashells with that looks like perfectly laser engraved, you know, face in, in it, like a modern day emoji, you know, on a shell mm-hmm. that's in you know, that's in the crustacean, you know, period layers. And so these shouldn't be there. This shouldn't exist. Right. And so right. I'm a big believer that these have got. So I mean, we we had. Um, we, we had him on the show, and I, I was kind of surprised, but where his, his grandfather was the one that um, wrote all the information on Moo, you know, church word, um, and but, he's not a believer in it at all, you know, in the continent of Moo. And so he, you know, and it's one of those, but there's there's definitely a group of people that believe that there was a Pacific continent Yeah, that was that, that suddenly sank, you know, and I've seen some things that, you know, that you could definitely see why that could be a possibility because you know just some of the record and i if anybody have you guys have all seen the maps right where atlantis and moo are Mm -hmm. located yeah if not i can bring i can bring those up to um i say i've got it right here um so everybody can see so it's a black and white photo for everybody to see so it's all good yeah so right here um off of the coast atlantis yep yes atlantis and this kind of coincides with Plato. Right. Where he talked about um, the Pillars of Hercules mm-hmm. that it was in the Atlantic. And here's Mu, which basically is... And I, I think this is where, for me, for the, like the Polynesian cultures, there's so much similarity. I mean, it's for me, it's, it's just as plausible for me to think that there was something like this, and they ended up stranded in these different pockets, then they hollowed out a tree and paddled their way across yep. thousands of miles of ocean right to, to and suddenly discover this tiny little eight 
atoll, you know, and, and set up set up there and become a civilization there. I mean, it seems more that this because you can see where Hawaii, Fiji, Cook Islands, these are all different points where if it sank, boom, then those would be the survivors as opposed to right. the ones that traveled. Right. And you can see because it's a ring of fire, the mm -hmm. volcanic activity could have easily have brought that all down. Something that's very interesting uh, in relationship to uh, land masses in the Pacific, specifically to the left of uh, that map where Australia is, if you've ever seen the movie Stra um, Days and Confused, mm -hmm. okay? There's, there's a movie Days and Confused. That's a funny movie. Yeah, yeah. it's I'm wearing, I'm, wearing, I'm wearing a shirt for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. Down there. All right, all right. All right, all right. <laughs> but there's a scene in, in, their, in their history class, okay? Mm -hmm. And the guy's playing with the globe. If you look mm -hmm. on that globe, there is a continent that is to the left of Australia. It's oh, there. Wow. And that's one of the things that they always point out to the, in the Mandela effect. Mandela, yeah. But this is, this is you know, it's it very, and they, you know, using Google, C, and all these other methods, they know that there are large land masses that are, were in those areas. You know? Right. So. Well, I don't well, know if you know, Brian, that now you just touched that about Australia. I don't know if you know, New Zealand used to be to the northwest of Australia and now to the uh, southwest of Australia. And that's crazy. Speaking that's, of Mandela effect. That's uh, 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 the plate system, buddy. That's the yeah. ring of fire. That thing shake rattles and rolls. And I remember I remember because I was really good at geography when I was when I was in school. So I remember exactly where it was. And I had a friend from the Zealand, so. The poles are shifting every so many years. So mm -hmm. it changes the, the geographic, you know, disclosure yeah. of everything. Yeah. Now that Carlito says that, I, I, I think, it, I feel like New Zealand used to be more to the northeast. Yep. Yeah. Than to the southeast. Higher. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I meant northeast, not northwest. I'm sorry. No, no, no. no, 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 no but, saying though. Yeah. That's yeah, what I meant. Like, it feels like it used that you know when you look at Australia, it used to be more here than yeah, down. Than down here. But, yeah. Now it's down here. Yeah. Exactly. But and, it, that's. And, yeah. Four hundred yes. million years in the ground, right? Yeah. And no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, you know, a part of this also is what role does time travel play in this whole thing, too? And you know what? Also, that. also, Brian, it can't yeah. be a continental shift because Australia would have moved also. You know what I mean? So it can't be a continental shift. It's just strange that it's in a different location now. Yeah, no, you yeah. know what? I mean, if you think, well. You know what I mean? Right. I, I agree on that. Maybe it doesn't have as much um, connection to the volcanic activity um, right, right. Uh, under the under the water, but you're right. It should not move whatsoever based on what we're doing. I mean, mm -hmm. yes, things are moving there, just but it's not right. like a big a big not, shift in yeah. everything. Exactly. exactly. So yeah. you, you want to get into something else real quick since we're sure. you know besides. So I, I was going to say. Right, all right. Puma Punku. I mean, let's talk about that. That place is, you know, it, it, it's it's perfectly strategically placed. Uh, you know, these big concrete boulder Beautiful. wall elements that were like, there's no way. Like they checked it, and you can't even laser cut these things the yep. way they're. Set. I don't know if if uh, Craig has a picture to pull up to show people what this thing looks like, but I mean, it's amazing, and it's been on so many different yeah. documentaries. It's been on Ancient Aliens like every other episode. They talk about it. Yes, but, they do a lot. 
with the afro hair. He's always talking about that thing. <laughs> I mean, George Sukalos. Yes. Yeah, yep. the one that says it's aliens. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Puma Punku. It's it's actually in Bolivia. Uh, it's not in Peru. It's in Bolivia. But uh, it, 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 the stones are so uh, precise on the cut, like almost you know di- diamond cut. Spell that. Which one? That that one we're talking about. Do you know how to spell it? Yeah, one? yeah. Puma Punku. Yeah, it's P U M A, P U N K U. Okay, in, there we It's go. in Bolivia. And the and the stones are so they're cut so precise and so uh, sharp that if you put enough pressure to it, you will cut your finger. That's crazy, isn't no, it? You the edge of those. You can't squeeze a credit card between those. Yeah, things. piece yeah. of paper. Piece of paper yeah. won't go through it. Not even yeah. if you use Astro so Yeah. yeah this, um... <laughs> oh God, <laughs> Brian, you're crazy. And then and then there's there's that that's Puma Punku. I don't know if you can pull it up. Um, yep, I'm getting one here. Um, correct. Okay. They, they they have like uh like windows within windows within windows and carved yeah. in the stone and man it's, it's yeah. awesome it's Look awesome. Look at the yeah, joints they... on that thing. Yeah. It's just it's like virtually we don't even make things like that anymore. No. No. Yeah. We've got ways of doing things pretty tight and close, you know. They're like Yeah, that one water. there you go. Mhm. Yep. Where it's, it's just like wall, it's a wall within walls, the doorway within doorways. Yeah, yeah. that's that's crazy. Yes, yes. Well, and then there's like the Petra, you know, Petroglyphs. Yeah. yeah, where just, like just um, my cursor just messed it up, but it's the one where they car- they've carved it. Yep. Um, I, and that's kind of we we teased it a little bit um, on the there at the beginning mm-hmm. about. Um, let's see, you're gonna stop sharing that. Um, so what we need about some of the things like possibilities like how this came about because obviously ancient aliens is you know it's it's in the name it's aliens i think it was i think it was humans that did that with the help of of just like uh um what is it called uh ancient aliens program says uh i think it was humans that did it with the help of extraterrestrial alien technology and that's and let's see i'm gonna then i'll bring this up here it's um on youtube like i said if, when it gets um so we'll bring it up here but the same thing we tease on it where there people were starting to show where if you do take the sun you can actually focal point it and you'll actually start burning the hole through the rock yes mm-hmm. yeah. and that would that could explain how especially if you had somebody you know with artistic thing you could have somebody that could carve that window in a window thing using right. the sun it, i mean obviously yep. it's not something that you're going to be able to do it's very like hard it's going to take it's going to take time and very much but you could definitely see somebody being able to carve something into a solid block and it would make more sense Absolutely. But it doesn't, definitely, yeah. definitely, yeah. definitely primitive man was not te- you know capable of doing that back then they had help from 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 a higher you know energy source with something with a you know bigger brain power than what they had back in those days so yeah, like that's huge. Yeah, that's so a huge. All it uh, is is it just, you know, it, they mm-hmm. show just like simple, you know, just like everybody knows you put a magnifying glass, you know, it's going to burn wood. But then when you actually put it, like this guy will take it and he'll he'll put mm-hmm. it through through stone and you'll get, you'll end up, you'll end up where it'll just, it, you'll be able to focal point it <clears> and <throat> you can just, you can just melt it. It almost starts, it looks like lava is starting to form in that spot. Yep. 
Right. And so that's that's where myself I think just by watching that, I feel like that has explained those holes. Yeah. Oh, how yeah, this, how those holes are drilled through rock. When, when I remember seeing that, that uh, one of the documentaries that had that on there, that was fascinating discovery. Now think about if they could drill the holes with that, then Carlito, mm-hmm. you could probably, I mean, you guys are, are more on construction. You mm-hmm. could probably, if you, it'd take a long while, but you'd probably be able you to can. cut a nice slice into something and right. keep working that slice if you could. Yeah, there's uh, diamond, there's diamond tip blades and, yeah, and, and diamond, drills that you can make, you know, perfect circles like that. But back then, that's the thing. Yeah, back then, back how then did they, they do that? that? Yeah, yeah. They didn't have that and, and there's perfect circles in a rock, like say two, yep. three foot rock, and a perfect mm-hmm. cylindrical circle going right through it. Like, how did right. they did that? How did they do that? Right there, right. You know, well, it doesn't make sense. Right. Perfect. Like, like they measure every, you know, all the way yep. through that cyl- cylinder, and it's the same exact, uh, you know. Well, one culture we know definitely used some kind of of device similar to that, but it was mostly from navigation. Was the sunstones, you know, mm-hmm. through the Vikings? The Vikings used to use these crystal. Um, That's right. And then yeah. they'd line them up, and and somehow they're able to navigate based on the the reflection of the refraction of the light. But I gotta assume they also use it to burn, you know. Burn right. ants, you know. Then, then you got well. See, because I've been I've been watching like ancient aliens for over ten years, and I've been mm-hmm. studying you know all this this topic. That's why I chose this topic because I love it. But uh, there's another place, uh, Craig. If you want to check it out, uh, it's called uh, Sax Saxay Huaman, something like that. I can spell it for you. See if you can pull it up. Yeah. It's S A C S A Y H U A M A N. And this place is also in the, you know, in the Inca ruins and close to Bolivia and Peru, which are border next mm-hmm. to each other. And uh, those stones, they, 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 they're said to be melt, molted, molted like with heat and made made soft and, and, and placed. The Incas have a legend that they could heat up the rocks and mold them uh, into whatever shape they wanted to at, at, that, at this place. You see those right there? And they, they, so they basically, they molded them. They, they, they heated them up and it said that you need over 3000, uh, degrees to heat them up to make them do that, wow. which nobody has ever tried, but that's, it, that's the theory. It is. It's almost like stamped concrete, um, of, of yeah. technology we have today with the stamped yeah. top concrete so, like sidewalks yes. and whatnot, but this is a much larger scale. They didn't have that technology yes. back then. Exactly. There you go. That's the key point. And if you look at them, it looks like they made them into like clay or like play-doh and put them where they want it. And and then they they harden again, like stone hard. You know what I mean? But here's the thing, Carlito. Yeah. Think about this. It's great they figured out whatever the 3,000. Who's handling it? Right. How are they handling it? Exactly. Exactly. Who showed them how to do that? Mm Mm-hmm. That's you know what I mean? Thing. If they were you so know? primitive against our civilization now, but I think it was different. They, they were so far advanced as far as they helping them with their uh, advanced technology than them doing it on our on their own like we are now. See what I'm saying? So they were more advanced technology wise, but we're more advanced social wise. See what I'm saying? Yeah. And this goes back to all the Mayans. That's how the Mayans did the pyramids and all that. And it, there was, it's yeah, crazy. I mean, you get into the, the, the South American culture yeah. in general, and there's it's not just Mayans and Aztecs that keep going. But, yep. You know, they, they all have the same legend or folklore. They talk about the star people. 
Yes. Yeah, the Hopi, the Hopi Indians. The Hopi, Hopi Indians. Hopi Indians, yeah. sandstone. They're, they're, you know, they're, they're petroglyphs in the caves. I mean, they yes. show, they show the, the, the pictures and carvings of the star people. They're big, tall, white people with big, round, bulbous heads and, mm-hmm. you know, big, filling, you know, oval eyes. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, what part of that, you know, like, I, I could see how this people getting some kind of, not been given a laser beam or anything like that, but like, okay, we'll help you cut that, you know, mm-hmm. and they cut it for him. It's like nothing. And then, and then, and then, two guys. There's, there's a, there's a place up north of that, of that last place that Craig showed, like a couple hundred miles north, which is right in. That's right in the heart of Peru, the the Peruvian Andes. Actually, it's called Machu Picchu. I don't know if you guys heard oh, of that. I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep, yep. It's a city in the sky. Uh, you know, supposedly built for the gods, because that's how, that's why they're so high up in the in the mountains, because that was unheard of back then. And that place also has molded stones. Uh, uh, and you, if you can pull it up uh, on there, Craig, you can see the molded stones also within their walls, within their compound. You know, because how, how back then they used to make like little compounds, and you know, as a city. I don't know if you ever, you know, looked you're into that. Machu, P- uh, Machu, Machu Picchu, Picchu, yeah. Machu Picchu. Yeah, that's yeah. Um, yeah we're just make sure. So there's like sure walls, that's... you know what I mean? And yeah, like um, this is the one. Like I'm going to bring up. This is the this is the stair, like that looks like the staircase. Yes, and it's sitting and... right on top of the Peruvian Andes, which is a yeah. mystery on itself, you know. Yeah, look at that. I mean, that's and this this is one that's like you bring it up. This is this falls into kind of the line of with the Anunnaki mm-hmm. and the giants, because there's there's this, and there's also, uh, let's see, where did, um, you've, you've also got, let's see if I can find it here, this one. This is also another one where it's, they, when you see these things, you can see the normal standard here. What would be the purpose of building what would look like a staircase that somebody would have to be 30 feet tall yeah, exactly. climb it with a ten foot ladder to get yes, there. Yes, those exactly. giant steps. Yes, because you can see that these aren't kids; these are full grown adults, right. and they're not yeah. even halfway up each step. Why would they build them like that, right? Yeah. That's so, what thing. would be the purpose? Because obviously, it it's not for agriculture no. because you're not growing no. stuff on top of rock. Mm-hmm. So, what would be the purpose of building? And it's not a it's staircase. not a waterfall or anything like that because it would be eroded. Yeah. It would be you could see the stone eroded erosion if if there right. was water. Yeah, so it's it's those, and that's um, Laura, like you said, right there, you know, for giants, and that's one of the that's one of the things where the Anunnaki, you know, are reported to, because most people have seen the carvings. If not, I can bring up a picture where it shows one holding a lion. Yep, like it's oh, a yeah. cat, like it's a regular house cat. Yeah, and so that if you've, anybody's seen a full grown lion, well, you're not, you know, something that's just holding it in their, you know dangling it down like they've got a mancoon you know cat is that's not you know that's that's something yeah. that somebody that's pretty big yeah I, mean, I, I i don't i don't you know discredit the giant theory and the anunnaki actually um you know if you i don't want to get into the book of enoch too much but you know we know that the you know uh, the watchers came down had relations with the daughters of man created the mm-hmm. nephilim and Nephilim were, I mean, they're upwards of 30 feet tall. We're talking about real giants. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that, those steps, the meat, as soon as I saw those steps, a lot, you know, when I first saw them, I was like, it has to be giants. It has to be large beings 
that are using that for a passageway or whatever they want. You know, it's an incredible site. Yeah, that uh, it really is. Well, uh, I, it is. Let's go. If you want to, since you're over there in that that part of the the world, you can go to the left of South America. Peru yeah. Oh yeah. And go, and go to Easter Island. There you go. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Easter Island. Those big, yeah. those big Island. Dollars, yeah. you know, heads coming out of the ground. Yep. Actually, actually, there's a place called uh, the Mayan uh, archaeological site of Palenque pyramids, and uh, yeah, man, that's that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, there's a deep sacred tomb under one of the temples. Uh, lies a seven foot sarcophagus. That's strange, right? Seven foot. Yep. Uh, Palenque is the seventh century ruler Pacal. I don't know if you guys ever heard of that. Pacal, the, yep. Pacal, yeah, the great who was Pacal the great who was seven to eight foot tall. Speaking of the giants, speaking of the those stairs. That's I like mean, Shaq size, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and it was eight feet tall. Who the Mayans worshipped at some kind of uh, as some kind of god. There's a carving on his sarcophagus that depicts Pakal descending. Descending, you're gonna know this one. Uh, all you guys are gonna know this one. Descending into the Mayan underworld, but ancient astronaut think it's going towards space. It's the guy that he's in a ship, and and he's he's sitting down and he's got he's got pedals and he's got you oh, know yeah. uh, you guys know that one right. Yeah, that's him. That's the guy. That's that's Pakal, the great. That they they worshipped him as a god. So what is that telling you? He was like an alien of some sort, right? Well, I mean, the ancient Mayans had the calendar systems, astronomy. I mean, they they invented all that. So they had their their yep. you know their ways and and uh, technology before many other you know civilizations. Yeah. Yep. Tenochtitlan, the the pyramid, the Tenochtitlan. You know, Mexico City. Those things so, are. Amazing. Yes, the Teotihuacan. Yes, I, I didn't even get to that, the but pyramids, yeah, there's so many, so many yeah. things to cover. And the pyramids keep that whole culture in South America keeps rising. It goes goes well into North America, mind you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? and, and and that carving, it's a carving now. That that carving where the guys in a ship like that, that's a carving in one of the caves. But in the carving, it looks like Pakal is on board of a ship with controls and pedals and mm-hmm. engine. And flame coming out of the bottom of the of the engine. So I mean, that's oh man, you guys, if you look well, into that, shh. it goes back to ancient Egypt too. I mean, it all goes keep going back before that. This ancient Samaria. I mean, it just yeah. keeps well, going back. Well, that's hey, I'm glad you did that because you know we haven't even taught you know touched on right, right. Tepa, you know, and that the Mesopotamia area because we've got yes. the hanging gardens of Babylon, yes, which are these legend. And so Valley of the King, and this is where. For, I don't know if either um, any of you guys have um, ever kind of put this together. Ancient I- Egyptian, I I'm still a believer that the ancient Egyptians were the second was a second society to the pyramids, and the thing that they weren't the original. I had, I, I agree a hundred percent they weren't original. And I think that that has something to tie with like ancient Babylon, and yep. back towards Obe- Gobekli Tepe in that area, because from all indications, <clears throat> there was water um, that water erosion that's showing around the Sphinx and the hanging gardens of Babylon were known for their amazing gardens. And so this is something that indicates that this, there used to be more water, that this used to be more of a a wet climate than an arid desert or else they had an amazing irrigation system where they knew how to pull water. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you on that. I mean, there's a lot of different cultures within that region alone that go back further than the Egyptians 
I mean, you go to the the Assyrians, the the Assyrians, and and mm -hmm. you know, go go back to you were talking about them before the Anunnaki. That seemed to be their focus in that area. Um, they, they're talking about some of these some of these individuals were like thirty feet tall. You see a human being sitting on the lap like a child. Mm -hmm. uh, in some of the hieroglyphics, they had technology. They had batteries. They had like what looked like a ray gun or a la or like some kind of laser mm -hmm. beam. Mm -hmm. I, there's there's tons of stuff there that says that the Egyptians were not the first ones there. And and uh, look at the what is it? The Egyptian Book of the Dead that was written in a, a different type of codex that's totally yep. unlike anything else that came out of Egypt. You know, I mean that's that's an incredible place. Well, we'll bring up. I guess I'm, I'll bring up a picture here for anybody that's not, you know, not super. I mean, everybody should be familiar with this, but you know, everybody's seen the great, you know, the pyramids. Uh, the but these, the ones on the bottom here, I'm not even going to. Um, the names are failing me right now, but uh, mm. these were built after these. Yep. Not the other way around. So the what the biggest um, the biggest credence I've given to this theory that they weren't the creators of this. How do you go from being able to make such an amazing structure as mm -hmm. the Great Pyramid of Giza, you know, with its capstones, with all this stuff, but then it's like they forgot. They mm -hmm. suddenly forgot yeah. how to do it, and now they're doing these simple, which you would see in South America, the Step Pyramid. Right. It's it like they forgot it how to do sense. it. No, it doesn't yeah. make sense at all. But I'm gonna these should be more elaborate yeah. than these ones. Here, here's something that I was looking into while we were do talking about doing this. We're in Egypt now, right? What about in 1909 when G.E. Kincaid found all that Egyptian uh, artifacts in um, the Grand Canyon? He found uh, a room that was 700 feet long by 50 feet high. Mm -hmm. And it was filled with uh, a sarcophagus and and objects not only for man but for something that should be 30 feet tall like 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 lances for a 30 foot tall person mm. and hieroglyphics all over the place are you talking about single canyon in utah uh, no it's it's actually a, you can't it was in the, it was in the grand canyon uh they were the, uh, kincaid was kind of hanging out there he noticed something weird about the rock formation 2,000 mm. feet up. Wow. He figured a way to get into it. He climbed for like a day, got into this, this cave that went for like 50 or, or 75 yards, and then it opened up to a huge room. And off these rooms were shoots of other rooms, and they were filled. They were filled with Egyptian artifacts. Yeah. They were filled with, um, I forgot the, the artifact of, of the the individual the the person in a lotus position it's very indian right. based out of india with the 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 the, the um the petals behind it mm -hmm. and, you know like like a typical pose you know it it had a ton of weird crap in there and they found skeletons that were like at least 30 feet tall 
And that's wow. why it's a no-fly zone now. Yeah, basically a forbidden zone. Yes. You know, you get and, shot down. That and, you, and you know what? It's funny you say that because I did want to bring that up, and it's right next to it, which is in, uh, say, it's called Sago Canyon, and it's, right. in U- and it's in Utah. And there are petroglyphs, just the same as you're saying. There's petroglyphs of weird-looking creatures that uh, that have antennae, kind of like, uh, I don't yep. know, you would say, you know, space cre- space creatures or aliens at that, and and they have antenna on their heads, and ha- you know, uh, half halfway around the world in Kimberley, Australia, there are exact same depictions, exact same as in Keiko Canyon. That's yep. halfway around the world. Why would they be the same? It's, it's the same thing you're talking about at uh, Grand Canyon and the and the and the Egyptian artifacts that they found there, right? Why would it be there? If they're from around the world, right, all the way to Egypt. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and that's um, mm-hmm. and that's where um, part of it, the ancient traveler theory, and oh, oh and they were that. they were. I'm sorry, they were done uh, 1,500 years ago. Those mm-hmm. uh, those cave drawings. Yeah, yeah, and that's wow. and that's kind of fits in because where like Plato talked about you know Atlantis being past you know in the Atlantic, that's always been. Because one of the things like that forbidden archaeology, they talk about in the Amazon basin finding a gold gold tablet with Egyptian hieroglyphics on it. Shouldn't be there. Nope. Well, obviously, if that civilization can travel to some location that's like Atlantis that's here, it's real easy to keep traveling. Same way, if you fall along the coast of Africa, this point between hmm. Brazil and right right here is a real short distance that's yep. not a long travel distance you, you can't crop, you can't crop that there. up a little bit uh Craig? i wish i'm trying to find a bigger uh, i'll see if i can find a, a closer one i'm, I'm notorious for finding it, small put pictures your computer on full screen it'll largen it for yourself carlito oh yeah or if you're doing yeah. it on a cell phone you can touch it in the full screen. yeah you can pinch it and zoom oh up. you know what i'm zooming in on mine there you go. Yeah, yeah you can pinch it. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, so. you know, you know, it is. It makes it. You know, it's kind of like the, oh, the, the that bridge makes over sense. in uh, Alaska, Bering Strait. But something else that I was, I know, mean, we were working on. I'm working on with a buddy of mine. Um, there's symbols near each one of these really crazy sites, and they always find very similar symbols, and it circles within a circle. Like it looks like a corkscrew, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and there are also reports, and I can't get specific because I don't, I, I'm not recalling the different cultures, but around the world that talk about individuals, like people in Japan talk about strangers that looked very reminiscent of Vikings and, or Egyptians and vice versa. What if there were, and I'm going to say it, portals throughout the world, this ancient world? You know, portals that that would open up and transport individuals from point A to point B. Yes, exactly, and that's what I wanted to bring up, guys. I think the uh, the uh, pyramids. This is just my theory. I think the pyramids were like an actual connection around the world, where they can go in one pyramid and come out the other pyramid all the way around the world. You know, kind of like a portal kind of thing, kind of like a Stargate kind of thing, if you want to yep. say. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's just not you too know. far. That's not too far fetched. I mean, mm-hmm. I wonder. Would it work the same now? Right. Well, that's where you got to have all that uh, energy that, that it was actually the, the, the pyramids were actual generators. 
that's what they were. They but they had to have gold, mercury, and all that to to generate that power for them to shoot up a a, a thing, you know, up in the air, some kind of beam or whatever, and they will all link up, and you can travel to whichever you wanted to. Instantly, yeah, someone said ley lines. Makes yeah. Sense. Yeah. Something very interesting too, let, let less the generation of electricity mm -hmm. is um, you could use sound waves to levitate. You could use sound waves to do a ton of different things. By the frequency, way, yeah, frequency, yeah, right, frequency wow. and tone. It's, it's, and I've always thought that when you know I've been to Stonehenge uh, a, a bunch of times, and everybody's like, oh, it's a burial site, or it's it's like a lodge for some of the men to come. Nah, no, I think it was more like a Stargate. I, but here's where I'm thinking how it worked. I'm thinking that because they had individuals that a bunch of individuals, and the way the stones would have been set up, the ones that are missing as well, I think it was audio based, and mm -hmm. they literally would in unison hum or sing at a certain pitch, and it would start bouncing off the the rocks at a different, you know, and eventually start building up because there are a couple of these ancient sites. Where they say that sound is a thousand times louder in those sites than any place else. Yeah, and they well, can't you, explain why it's that way. Well, Brian, yeah. you know, well, you know, we have touched on this before in other shows when uh, me, you, Al, and 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 and, and uh, Tom, that mm -hmm. frequency vibrations they actually use that to lift those huge oh, yeah. twenty-ton rocks in in in, in uh, the, the pyramids yeah. of Giza. You know, I did it. I did it in Florida with yeah. coral, and, it, and it's sound. Yeah, and it's it's frequency, sound frequency that makes it levitate. And the one so thing, well, in Coral Castle, they use they have copper within the actual coral, which is very odd. Yeah, no, okay. I've known about frequency, sound, vibration, and mm -hmm. uh, consciousness for a long time now, and mm. we've been doing a lot of testing with it a while, and and that seems to be a very important. Yeah, somebody, somebody, uh, somebody brought in some UFOs using frequency and vibration on uh, Discovery Plus. Brian, <laughs> I remember yeah, that. We did, we did. We never got, <laughs> you know, we never got credit for that. They always, you know, it's what they usually do. They'll take credit themselves, but they weren't going that direction. But and and then I brought, I brought it. Al brought it, and then they all everything was now frequency sound. But we've been doing and, this for a while. And, and and also too, Brian, if you notice, it's always been said that aliens are very. very very interested in the gold in in, in the on earth right yep. and they have been found uh you know residuals of, of gold in the pyramids all around the world i'm talking about oh, mexico yeah. egypt you know all the pyramids around the world and and that's like a what it said is that they need that kind of like uh the guy from uh what is it called uh tom uh back to the future that old oh, guy yeah where he needs to brown. yeah dark brown yep. yeah he needs that uh Kilowatt, something. Kilowatt. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I think that's what it is. They need that as a superconductor to generate to to, to generate the power that they need. Uh, and they they also use mercury, which is another another uh, superconductor, and gold is a superconductor. So that's why I think it's so valuable to them. To us, it's just valuable because it's a precious metal. But they have more value because it actually helps them do something. You know what I'm saying? Well, mercury. I mean, mercury is amazing. I mean, you could you yeah. if you can, you can you know manipulate it to do whatever. Yeah, yeah, right. exactly. So Liquid and metal. I mean, that's there's yeah. nothing like it in in this earth. Nothing so else like it. What I came up with is every in every culture, song and drum was very prominent. So that would lead back to 
the sound frequencies of the vibration to sing, to activate the portals. They get on their drums and they you, and it yeah. just yes. activates the portals yes. and then it sends you to a different wherever you want to yes. go. Yes, yes, because it raises the vibration, it raises the frequency. That's just, just like certain pyramids, the way the sound set up on uh, the way where they're built on those ley lines. If you get to a certain point and you play a certain harmonic with vibration or frequency, you Very can true. actually time travel to a different portal. And get to another dimension just from being at the pyramid at the right spot at the right time we have up in the northeast we have a lot of these um they're called uh, stone chambers mm -hmm. a couple of people have said oh they're 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 cold cellars and built by the native americans they're not in my opinion no one of them that we've investigated we have video of this online but in the if you go in this room it's about 10 feet by 10 feet right and um the back wall is one giant stone and if you look at it through the naked eye, you'll see nothing. But if you use infrared or UV, you'll start. You'll see four runic uh, symbols on there. And we did it like it was fire. It was almost like earth, wind, and fire and water, you know. But we were in there testing at one point, and we like to use uh, Tibetan singing bowls. And I had my mm -hmm. flare going, and Al Al was just came back from getting you know a, a temperature gauge. And I'm doing the the, the, the the singing bowl, the tone, and I kid you not, on the on the the fleer, you see this purple start, you know, coming up and like almost a ring. And what really blew me away was I could have sworn we saw a head peek in and come back out. I think we opened the portal using this tone. But what's interesting oh. is, you know, that that um, Skinwalker Ranch when they brought mm -hmm. the rabbi guy in, yeah, and he started doing mm -hmm. the chants and tones. They same got color, same everything started taking place. Now, real quick, I'm going to stop you right there. Yeah, do you? I'm okay for anybody. I don't want to spoil for anybody that's not watched the show, but right. it's, it's it's one of those for me. I'm talking with my my friend and mentor, you know, Joey Medea. He's kind of in the same thing right here. I think they discovered more than they're able to say. Yes, uh, I agree. I agree. With you 100%. That, that's why it's edited because there. Mm -hmm. If everybody's watched the show, the second episode, they had the one where they're trying to figure out where the water disappeared to, mm -hmm. and so they dig and then they fill it up again and it disappears. Well, then they never touch about it again. Yep, there's mm -hmm. it's going somewhere. So I think they found something, but they're not able to talk about it. It's that they have to keep moving yep. along. I think they're getting stopped by by the powers that be mm -hmm. because they don't want anybody to know what's going on there, really. Yeah, only so much, only so much are letting them allow to put on on TV to show the you know general masses because they don't want to get people all crazed out and see what's really going on there. Yeah, I, we'll talk like you guys for your investigations. Like when you go, when you go for Dogman or Bigfoot, if you guys get evidence, like you actually like Brian, when you do, you know, when you use sound and stuff comes in. Yep. Why wouldn't you keep doing it? Oh, well, Why would you stop? Exactly. That, that's the thing. I, I personally wouldn't stop. We're actually planning on doing a series yeah. of investigations, but you starting out with different tones and going slowly building up mm -hmm. to see what the reaction is. Um, it's kind of like the same thing. Why did we only go to the moon and now we're not? Because we, oh, we can't find the records. Give me a break. <laughs> yeah, they lost them. They lost them. Give me yeah. a break. Hey yeah. guys, um, I got a fun fact that I would like like to share. You know, as a as a lastly thing for me, um, uh, Tom was talking about the uh, the sounds and and, and also Brian. Um, there's a uh, 
This is in uh, this is in, in in the Mayan ruins, right? It's called Chichen Itza, and there's 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 I don't know. You guys probably heard of that, right? Chichen Itza, mm-hmm. and, and it's got um, it's got a uh, group of uh, pyramids there. They're small. They're not as tall as Giza or the ones in Teotihuacan. They're small, but anyway, there's one. It's a, this, that's why I said this is a fun fact. There's one that it, it, there's a video, and you guys can look this up also in Chichen Itza. And um, there's there's one video of a guy that he said that they designed the uh, pyramid so well that there's the steps going up, and there's a little uh, like room up the very top, and it's got a doorway with no door, right? Just a doorway. So the sound that travels up when you clap right in front of it. Yep. You clap, it, it, the sound travels up, goes into the room, all the way inside of the room, and, and out again. Kind of like uh, kind of like those whistles or whatever, you know? That's how they mm-hmm. work. And uh, when you clap, uh, it make it comes back as a sound of uh, like a like a bird. It goes ooh ooh yep. ooh, and that said that it was it was uh, used to uh, to to call or or or, or invoke. Uh, was what's the uh, the god's name? Uh, uh, what's it called? Quetz- yeah, Quetzalcoatl. Quetzalcoatl is kind of hard to say. Yeah, yeah. him. <laughs> and you know they yeah, so they did that like especially for him like to to call him like a Batman signal kind of. And man, right. that's, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's, it's really it's really cool. You got, you got clap on for God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Clap on. <laughs> <laughs> clap on. <laughs> yeah. Didn't you go there last year, Carlito? When you what? were in Mexico. Didn't you yes. Go in Mexico? Yeah. I remember yeah. you took a picture and some video of it. Of yes, it. yes, I did. The uh, the the pyramids in Teotihuacan. Uh, that's really really close to Mexico City. I, I traveled there last last year when my dad died. He he was back living in Mexico. So uh, I I went ahead and went uh, to 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 kind of take pictures and everything. The only bad thing it was it was the uh, COVID thing. So they only let so many people in. So right. we couldn't get in that day. So they I think they only let like maybe two hundred people right. And there and there's a long line and we didn't get to go in. Or else I could have took pictures inside or whatever you know illegally whatever. That's what I wanted to do anyway. But I couldn't, so I can only take them from like afar, you know, from outside the compound, uh, you know, barrier or whatever. But uh, I did go to a couple like museums and stuff like that. But you know, the the, the main important thing is is in is inside the uh, those at, or at the top because you can climb them. You can climb all the way to the top. I wanted to take a selfie so bad up there, man, and and couldn't. I couldn't because they 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 didn't let us in all the way yeah but it, it's cool because like they say and i've been there actually uh what is it march 20 something where the equinox thing the summer or no the spring equinox right march right. can't remember the date 25th 25th something like that 26 yeah it's, it's around there yes that's say they say that's when the sun is the closest whatever blah blah, blah. it's an equinox yeah. so you go that day you, you you wear a white shirt and you go you walk you go all the way to the top on the, this is the sun pyramid because they got the sun they got the moon and they got all these other smaller ones but the, the tallest one which is the sun and they say you can feel the energy and vibration uh up there what when you're wearing a white shirt because that's where the sun you know attracts the uh sun rays and all that and, and it's awesome i did that one time many many years ago and yeah you can you can feel that 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 super energy in, in you it's it's awesome man yep if y'all ever have a chance to go down there man you should check it out i went to cozumel once I wanted to go to the pyramids, but they they wanted to go snorkeling. So, mm. so yeah. right before he takes off, I want to make sure to give him a plug. 
Cryptid and Paranormal Kingdom with oh. Carlito and Tom. Oh, so go check out that. Go check Thank out you. that that group. You know, go go join Puppy that. Follow it. along and stuff. You know, especially Thank like you. that. So yeah, because I know you got a. I know you got a jet here, so you can go yeah, pick up the wife there. So yeah. <laughs> yeah thank all right you. Thank yeah you, well, pre- pre- yeah appreciate it man like i said and just thank we'll chat on like i said and we'll we'll get later on about you know next next one because we'll definitely yeah. be doing a, another show so yeah oh yeah definitely definitely man all, all right man we'll, we'll see uh, out of facebook jail by then too we are. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah released so, habitual yeah. Offender, ryan freedom, yeah we still got freedom brother we, we gotta let freedom ring yeah, yeah, we so yeah, like I said, we still got a few minutes. I just want to make sure the plug, but so you know that way, okay. you get out here and cool. make sure you got plugged there. So yeah, yeah, all right, man. Well, have a good night. Thank you, bro. Thank you. I'll I'll see you guys later, man. Thank you all, all right, for showing up. Thank you guys, Tom, Brian, Craig, Chris. Like like, Thank like you, April was saying, you know, it's, it's all conjecture. I mean, we're all just going by facts and historical stuff, and you know everything yeah. that's books and history and things we've seen and you know accounts we've heard of, and you know. It, it's it's a lot of it's speculation until we can actually be at this location and prove it don't have the 100 percent evidence but like you've done yeah. brian like the research you've done the research i've done we we, we we don't have to speculate we can see that the, the scientific facts on what's based right. on the outcome of things that we do but yeah. you know th- this technology stuff i mean it's, it's all based on facts uh science uh, and history yeah the, the problem you have with all this right here I, I I thoroughly believe there are a lot of archaeologists and and individuals that are scientists that know there's more to this, and they know what a lot more of it is. It's just well, they can't, they can't say it. Let, yeah. They can't because it takes our society the way it is in the fossil record. It says see ya, and it causes a problem. Well, they think it's going to cause a problem, but if we did this early enough, it wouldn't have caused that much of a problem. You well, know, the the public wasn't as educated as it is today. It may cause that problem today. Because then you get the anarchy thing, like, well, you know, if you're not the boss and aliens are, screw this, I'm gonna go rob a bank. You know, I'm like, no, dude, don't rob a bank. Well, yeah. we're in the age of we're in the age of Aquarius with enlightenment now, and you know, on, on top of everything else, we our minds are expanding because we're in the age of Aquarius. But the powers that be want to keep dumbing us down, so they'll tr- keep trying to cover everything up, and they're not going to allow things to be disclosed like it should be. Yeah, plain and simple. I think it's I think it's coming where I think we've passed that point of no return. And there are a lot more people mm-hmm. waking up to what really is taking place. And you, people, you know, the ones, there's always that percentage of any population, they're going to be left behind. And there are others always. that are opening their mind to things that are out there. You know, um, it's, you, you can't just sit by and just sit in front of the idiot box. You got to get out there and, and see stuff, you know? Yeah, got to get out and do things, and you know, be be you know part of the environment, being you know with the elements, and see what's really going on in the world. You I mean, you could feel the energies all day long if you just get out into the environment. You know, close out all the noise of the day and get out somewhere so- solitude, up in a mountain, anywhere. I mean, you could you could feel it all. You can feel the energy. I, I I recommend like you know I mean in Florida you got Florida you got a lot of stuff down there that can kill you so you got to know what the hell you're doing. Yeah, watch some alligators. <laughs> you know, it's not yeah. just the alligators like you walk into shit, but oh, what the hell is that? You know, it's like it's all freaky down there. But um I always I always tell people like get the gimp ball out of your face and let's go. You know, they have the mask yeah. on everywhere they're going. Just take it off. You're outside. The sun's out. Stop. You don't have to wear this. It's dumbing you down right now. Go into the woods. That was the worst part about this whole thing is you know, now here was that time when we had the free time 
And Al and I did did a, a bunch of different investigations, not as many as we wanted to. But, you know, we're still unsure for like, well, I think there is something going on, but, you know, I got to be cautious. But, I, I, you know, we could be going in the woods and doing like a Sasquatch thing or, or mm-hmm. you know, it's just you, like you said, Tom, you got to get out there and just do it, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, had some, I had something earlier when you said, you know, you were playing your harmonic bowl. Um, if you open, you know, if we just so happen to open one of them portals, we would have to be really quiet about it because the AV boys would be at the house like, hey, oh, you better yeah. not say nothing about it. Look, I opened a portal and I ended up in the Grand Canyon. I, <laughs> I, I traveled to the Grand Canyon. That would be an experience of a lifetime, but you couldn't really tell too many people. Could... Right. But you know what the problem with that is? See, this is where I was thinking about this, right? So let's say when we do these experiments, we open that portal, right? And we see a window. And we're like, okay, I'm not going through it. You're but not? My, no, but my drone will be. There you, you go. You don't know where that shit's going to let you, you out. You don't know where it's going to come out, yeah. Yeah. You, you, you know, you I'm go in. You might wind up in Ukraine. <laughs> you, no, you may, wind up, you may wind up like a thousand years behind. And you're like, yeah. oh, this is like I mean, Land of the Lost type of shit. I don't, I don't need that. Look over and there's a T-Rex looking at you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like, oh shit. I'm, and, I'm yeah. gone. That's I'm a thrill seeker. They'll be like, well, we opened the portal and Chris, one of the beards disappeared, and we don't. We know don't know where he is, is right now. <laughs> it's just like that movie with Meryl Streep where she's a president. And they they go to another they they go to another planet, and this big oh, thing yeah. just comes up and eats her. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a, yeah, it's the it's the time travel. You know. The, all the paradox and stuff. What, one of the things you do is, you know, if you if you believe, before you go through that portal, you write yourself a little note on a plaque that says, "Don't do this." Yeah, you know, so that way, if something does happen to you, when it um, when things come back around, you know, because yeah. you get right back to the same point. Hey, a portal. Because it, yeah, you you'll just say, "Don't go through the portal." It's like, yeah. oh, wow, why would, you know, then eventually one of your, um, one of your, you know, times you're going to actually figure out like, Hey, I'm not going to go through that portal Yeah, and, and save you know, yourself. Like, yeah. And, and if you get the quantum theory too, what timeline are we on? Are we on our timeline or am I jumping two times over, you know, or three yeah. up or what? I, I got enough problems right now. I mean, don't get me wrong. <laughs> if I was single, I got nothing else going. Yeah. Let's go. You know, yeah. have a six pack couple smokes let's go you know but i mean you know i i just can't i mean it would be interesting that's why i figured if you have a drone with a live camera on it right worst comes to worst you lose 50 bucks right yeah yeah until you yeah, figure exactly. out another way of doing something else like maybe sending it in there and somehow you get these these things back you don't know what's on the other side of that portal that would be crazy. And you don't know what you're going to bring back either. You could bring back something that's, you know, some kind of crazy. You could be doing a, a whole pan panspermia back to here yeah. or something else. <laughs> Space you know, warpies you, and stuff. You saw that movie, uh, what was that, uh, Prometheus. You got to go Prometheus all over again. Well, that's yeah. what I thought about when they discovered some of those eye samples. They found these, you know, these worms and stuff from there, and they're going to reanimate them. I'm like, no, don't do that. Wow. Well, don't do this. Don't do that. Somebody's stomach and pop out, and they're gonna be like, just like alien. Yeah, it's it's you know what? This is where science gets crazy. Like, oh, we could do it. We got everything. You know, open up a microwave door. There's nothing on it to stop it. And they're gonna reanimate, guys. It's there's a reason why it's dead. You know, that's kind of like like you're digging around someplace, you find a body with a stake in it. Like, 
Should we pull it out? I'm not pulling that out. Nah. I would, ne- you know, I would, I just wouldn't pull a stake out of somebody, you know, because they may have thought <laughs> maybe it was a vampire, you know? I don't know. <laughs> he comes I, back alive. And he- oh, dude, that would just be like, damn it. Why do we pull the stake out? <laughs> Al would be screaming at me the whole damn time. Told you, don't pull the stake out. You know, it'd be like an idiot like me have been done, pulled the stake out and tossed it. And then he came alive and I'm like, oh, shit, Craig. Run. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. The, run. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah well it's, i mean it's it's for me it's always coming out i've always loved and i've i found it here i've always loved the thing from jurassic park they're so preoccupied with whether they could that they didn't stop to think if they should yep it's the truth you know yep. i mean they're doing tests right now with uh with uh Gene splicing, putting monkeys and glowing fish together and pigs and yeah. and it's like this is wrong. Chimeras. Chimeras. They're they're you know, they're they're gene splicing yeah. humans and other animals to, to make, you know, to get uh donor parts for people with sicknesses and whatnot, you know, using stem cell and all that. It's crazy. We're playing God and it's not how things are supposed to be. Yeah. They're gonna wind up biting us in the ass in the long run. They, yep. just, they just did an experiment like that a couple months ago. Like the guys got the first human, the first pig heart. Yeah, the pig heart. You know yep. That, you got a pig heart. My, my, oh, this old ticker right here came from a pig. There's that video of that thing, that thing that's crawling on the ground. It's it's animated, you know, flesh of a, a human, and it's just flopping around on the table. Is that the black stuff? That, the black liquid. Uh, the no, it looked like looked like a part of a body. Part that was growing like an organ and it had like animation to it oh man no I, you know what i mean yeah. i'm not it's just there's certain things we shouldn't be doing it's just you know no it's crazy what's going on and that's all that stuff that washes up from plum island and stuff you know off the shore like what the hell is it looks like an eagle looks like a monkey looks like a chicken i mean you just <laughs> you know what griffin it, just it, starts it, flying yeah. down yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's where that's where the Thunderbird came from. So who knows? Yeah. It's going to be one of those, roll, you know, like slow motion running. It's yeah. Right. Yeah. Whatever yeah, they was... do, just make sure you could run faster than the other guy. And then Godzilla yep. and King Kong come back. So you know, those movies are disclosure stuff yeah. to show people that you know things like this are really going on. The minute the minute the reactor went in in in, in uh, Japan, I said. You know this is how Godzilla starts, right? Yeah. This yeah. this is how every Godzilla movie started. You watch yep. twenty years from now, it's gonna be like some giant lizard. Komodo dragon just happened to walk through that, you know, Fukushima, you know, everybody's zone and that everybody's gonna talk like that. Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, it's just gonna be the whole Oh, 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 oh Godzilla. <laughs> then the guns are gonna <laughs> and then you know the Takes down the towers, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, yep, every time. Just, I ever, like, if, I'll tell you what. If I ever get to, <laughs> if I ever get to Japan, I gotta bring a Godzilla outfit with me. Gotta. Oh yeah. <laughs> just to see the reaction. Just, yeah, just, um, I'll probably get arrested. You know, the Yakuza uh, are like, oh no, no, no. no. <laughs> I know everybody lo- loves it too because you know, a friend. I still laugh. It's like we go. We went to Epcot, you know, and he, he, was, he goes into the P- Japan pavilion. And he's like, oh, do you guys have any Godzilla? 
and they're like, oh no, no, no Godzilla, no Godzilla. <laughs> you know, they're showing him all this stuff, and I'm just, I'm laughing at him. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? He's, just, he's like, oh Godzilla. They're, you know, they're like, oh no, no, no Godzilla, no Godzilla. They should start <laughs> selling Godzilla. You all the security <laughs> escorting you out, and you know, <laughs> I'm just like. Oh, it's yeah, but small it, world security. Come on, yeah, it's go. yeah, it's I I loved it. I was it was just it's fun. But those movies, those movies are fantastic. You know, rest in peace that you know act, the original Godzilla. You know, just he was a yeah, he was a good one. But no, like I said this is this is fun. I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. We're all around all around the spectrum today, starting with technology, ancient civilizations, and we ended up with Godzilla. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's that's the beauty of our show. We never know where we're going to end up. Yeah, we, we go down the rabbit hole every, every episode. It doesn't matter if it starts off one topic and if we just purge down the rabbit hole into you know everything. We're moving away from the uh, people getting kicked off though, because we're we're, yeah. we're being very careful now, Ginger, about like you know, well, yeah. the Central Intelligence Agency. Click, yeah, where is he? So that's yeah, good I've, though. I've always just kind of gone with that method where it's just like you don't have to be you know afraid to talk. But you also don't have to go up and just punch him in the nose like yep. I'm here, yep. you know, because you know it never works out for you. It's like yeah. it's like trying to sneak out of the house. You might get away with it, you may not. But the idea isn't to walk up to dad and just punch him in the nose and like you know because right. you're going to get grounded right away. Yeah. I mean, it's just we all can't know, be like Bam Magra and put firecrackers under our dad's ass while he's sleeping, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> or the alligator in his mom's kitchen. That's yeah. cool. Oh, he got his though. I mean, that yeah. new Jackass one where they did the high five thing. Yeah. He came well, walking. Did, I don't know if you guys saw that one. No, I didn't see it. They have the giant. They have the giant hand that's oh, spring giant, loaded, and yeah. so they just come walk as they're come walking in. He's holding on, I think, some food and a drink, and the, the guy comes walk. Hey, high five! And he goes up here, and this giant hand just smacks him and just <laughs> lays him out. Dude, he's been in. He's been in a bad spot ever since Dunn died. Oh yeah, he's just he's a wreck. So, but yeah. Like, Great show, Jackass. Johnny Knoxville got his butt handed to him this last week on wrestling on one of the Friday Night Smackdowns. Like, you know, they really? cast him on finally. He got his ass handed to him, but wow. it was probably all it was probably all for you know show and tell and you know scripted. That's all scripted stuff. It's not real. Hey, it's it's wrestling. You know, I yep. grew up on that stuff, and my dad looked like Lou Albano, so you know, it was always fun. Oh God. Yeah. Yes. So we get here. Let's, I'm going to get this same thing, same treatment, equal opportunity here. Go to North Carolina Cryptid and Paranormal uh, Project. Go to that go to the site and check him out there. That's join me. that. Let's see if we can't get this to three thousand members. We're getting there. Yep. Two point three. Yeah. Also, nice. also got a YouTube channel and a uh, a TikTok and a Instagram. If anybody's interested, so yeah. Feel free uh, you know, log in, check me out, hit me up. Yep. Welcome aboard. Those, do you have those linked on here? I don't know if they're linked on the Facebook. Or are you on the Facebook right now, or no? Yeah, I'm on there. I'm trying to see if they're. I'm not sure if they're linked. I know the YouTube has the links for um, the other the, the other channels and whatnot, but they have. Yeah, is that you or or your? Who's your tech guy? Um, <laughs> my tech yeah, that, guy is my wife. <laughs> yeah, there you go. No, they have this something called Link Buddy or something like that, where you put yes. all your links in the link one tree. Area. Yeah, the link, link trees. Tree. Yeah, and I got to do one too. Just, yeah, I have to do it myself because we're on everything. Yeah, even things you've never even heard of. We're on. No, I, I'm, I'm the tech guy. You know, and Al's I like, know. 
What it's the hell like, are we on this for? Like, who's your, who's your tech guy? Hold on a second. Let me go get him for you. Yeah. Hey, I'm the tech <laughs> hey, guy. How up? can I help you? <laughs> um, I just signed up. Boom, boom, boom. But yeah. only recently, you know, TikTok and uh, Snapchat have been, you've been able to upload about three minutes worth of video, you know, or do a, a quick something with it. Um, but yeah, we've been, we just try to do everything. You know, I think it's the best way. Go, go talk to your tech you check girl I need, I need to call the geek squad from best buy and get them out here quick. <laughs> yes uh, yeah. yep yeah because that that's one of those when you you have some of these things it's like you want to do it and like you realize you're like it's like this for the show i look up and all of a sudden it's tuesday night or wednesday morning and i'm like oh crap i haven't even done the, pro- the post i'm like oh my god yeah, quickly get one out and it's just like yeah it's a fall yes yeah, yep. I, I need to jump on mine because i'm having miss eight on saturday night for my live awesome and I did not even promote it yet. I'm in the group, so I need to get on that. Yeah, it's, it's it, amazing how fast time just flies. Yeah. And then Brian. She, she's great. Yeah, I, I have, when I'm not in Facebook jail, um, we have a couple of different YouTube channels. I, I'm working on my website, brianbowden.com right now. Um, I'm updating our BPS, Bronxville Paranormal Society website. So what I'm doing is I'm putting in some of the alternative groups because we're the New York State UFO Project, New York State Sasquatch Organization, and we're That's doing a New York up. State Dogman thing. And we're, um, yeah, I, I, I got in trouble for all that stuff. So we're going to put it, <laughs> I'm going to have it go to uh, specific sites because we want to take, we take a lot of audio reports. We have a BPS number and a New York State UFO project number. You can call, leave a message with any time. Uh, just helped out a couple of people. Um, but we want to be able to have someone fill out a report if they have a report or something, you know, and, and do that. Um, that's what, that's the whole project. It's just doing it, you know, if you're doing it yourself, it just takes yep. forever, especially if you have young yep. kids and stuff. So uh, Yeah, you work full time, yeah. you do all this stuff. Yeah, no, yeah. we get it. It's... So, and then it's like, like us, and then, you know, now, now it's our turn. Threebeardspodcast.com. Yeah. You can check us out there. You know, we're on everything else. We are on, check out our social media as well. We have TikTok. Um, <laughs> we, we just got, we're almost at 2,000 followers now. So we can actually go live on there. So now I got to figure out some way to do that to where we can stream at the same time on TikTok. So I got I got to work on that because I'm going to have to get another static camera. Um, but so we can do that. It's Instagram. We have two accounts. We had Beer Vault where we do a lot of um, just like the actual just story type thing. Then we have our normal podcast one. We're on Twitter, obviously YouTube and Facebook. Um, so yeah, check us check us out on that. Um, Redbubble.com is where you can support the show uh, by getting there and grabbing some merchandise. Or you can go to threebeardspodcast.com and go to the merchandise thing there. We're looking for a sponsor. 61 bucks. You can have us as your personal media, you know, media people. We will throw your stuff out there. So, I mean, just that's all it takes. So, if anybody's interested, boom. You know, just 61 bucks. $61 a month. Dang. Oh, a month. Okay, okay. that's not that bad. No, no we're on Telegram, bad. too. You on Telegram, Brian? Yeah, I've, I've been on Telegram before all you guys were on Telegram. Yeah, yeah. I'm on Telegram. What's great about Telegram is you can have your own channel and I'm trying to figure out. I almost got the live stream where I, we connect what you're doing right now into your Telegram as well, and they can't ban you on that. So, yeah. Wow. There you go. So yeah. that yeah, that's yeah. So I'm write that down. <laughs> Just check Telegram. That yeah, and so you know we 
We do that. So just we're, like I said, we're looking for sponsors. So if anybody wants to, if not, you can go to um, also patreon.com, become a Beardo, you know, support us that way too. So any support we love. I mean, just main thing, like with anything with YouTube, the YouTube chat has really blown up in the last few weeks. And I really, that really is awesome because that really helps, you know, so just the comments, just people just having conversations back and forth. YouTube absolutely loves that aspect. So just comment, 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 which is just, it's awesome. And so we appreciate that. Um, once again, like I said, with you guys, you know, Carlito, but man, Tom, Brian, I mean, I can't thank you guys enough for coming on and not only just coming on, but being willing to keep doing this. I mean, it's a lot oh, of yeah, fun. fun. So, so next month we'll, we'll come up yep. with a topic for next month too. We'll find something fun to get on. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Whose turn, whose turn is it anyway? Uh, I, Carlito, no I think Brian, I think it's your turn, Brian. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, okay. Brian, I'll or, Brian or Chris. Yeah. Chris. Yeah, actually, Chris. What do you Chris, take, what do you think? We'll let Chris take it. So think about think about it. And like I said we'll come up with another we'll come up with another one there. We got the group chat. Just hit us up. Yep. Oh, and another thing, since you got so many people on your YouTube now, mm -hmm. enable your super chat. Okay. Enable the chat and then super chat. This way, the people could send you money like two dollars, five, and a hundred. So it's a great way to raise. You're not going to get the whole thing because it's YouTube. They're going to take their cut. Uh, but you're going to make something off of it, and that'll help you guys out as well. Yeah, I'll see if we, see if we have that as an option. Oh yeah, just go in the back end; you'll see it. Yeah, so we'll look at that, and then um, <laughs> that's Laura Brian, the Facebook felon. <laughs> <laughs> God bless America. <laughs> yeah, that's it, right there, Brian. The <laughs> there you go, Laura. No, nope. America. Yeah. Is that, <laughs> no, but that's yeah. That's one. You know, he's fight. He's fighting for freedom, one post at a time, and then you know he has to sit sit down and time out for a little while. I, yeah, I I basically posted a stammering idiot that currently is sitting in some capacity of mommy's basement charge, and, and I said anybody that voted for said stammering idiot should be throat punched, and they said it went against their community guidelines. <laughs> you know. I, I think they pick on people who they don't like because I tell Craig I report I report random stuff that is violent and they look and they, and they look at me and say I'm not a snitch but I just do it and they come back and say well this was deemed against not against our policy yeah I get so that all the time they don't so even don't let like me it, see, just unfriend them they don't even let me see my status anymore on Facebook it was perpetually yellow I was always in the yellow everybody's green 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 mine was always yellow it's like one more. One more, mister, and you're going to be like, yeah, fuck that. I got 10 more for you. I'll keep I've dodged going. him for a little I've dodged yeah. him for a little while. I, I get <laughs> yep. warnings all the time. Yeah. And then all right, sir. Let it get time, guys. Yeah. Great show. Great show. Yeah, we're rebroadcast on ERRT radio every Wednesday night yeah. after after Joey and Tanya. So we got to follow them, and they uh, so. We, we try to we try to live up to the hype, you know. So thanks to Ron for doing that too. Um, but yeah, just once again, just everybody, thanks for watching. Um, Brian, Brian, Tom, Carlito, you know, appreciate it again. We'll be in touch, like I said, and we'll see what we're going to do here in April. Keep this up. But like I said, everybody, have a great night. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you on the next one. We're going to be talking to Mark Olshaker. He's going to talk about this new book about them, um, the serial killer book. So as I said, we're. Yeah, we're going true crime on this next one. So this is going to be a lot of fun. So, all right, everybody, have a great night. We will see you next Wednesday. Good night. Night. Night.